Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Creative Waffle Podcast by Blue Deer Design. On the show today we have Marcus Wrench, a German designer who I found through his beautiful work on Instagram. I think Marcus's work stood out for me because his level of detail and execution is just top level. Everything is positioned perfectly. So that's why I love his work and I also love chatting to him. So I'll leave you with the talk, I'll leave you with the chat. I hope you enjoy it, thanks very much and I'll see you at the end. Here is Marcus Wrench all the way from Germany. It's an honor, honor to be here, and yeah, awesome. hope to talk about things, and yeah, let's start. <laughs> awesome, well it's quite, it's getting late in uh, Germany, isn't it? It's like nearly quarter past nine now, um, yeah. so thanks, yeah. thanks again for, uh, for coming on so late. I want to talk today about like 2D design, uh, originality, and then I'll ask you some of the questions that um, that, we, that we discussed as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, like I found you on Instagram, uh, I loved your work, and I saw it's more 2D design, and that's the sort of sort of route that I want to go down as well. How do you keep that like original? How, where do you get your ideas from, and, and how do you keep that original from other people's work? Um, I don't know if my work really is that original. I just um, I look up some work on Drupal and you know Instagram, all the great designers out there like Nick Slater or the great Aaron Draplin, and you, <laughs> my God. Awesome work. I want to be like them and then you just try to not copy them, but you think you will go in that direction and um, you just um, try and um, practice. And yeah, and I think that's it. Just keep going, uh, practicing, and then with the time, I think uh, you got your own style. And then uh, you have your own style and you can. Yeah, um, successful. Um, yeah, so you, that's it. So, you, you, do you do you take these people like you actively think about these these designs like Nick Slater and Aaron Draplin, take their work and, and sort of emulate it in your own style? A bit. It just um, I don't know how to describe this. So um, it's just it's, um, sometimes I got just an idea and I scribble it down and I think okay that could be look awesome. But then I don't know how to um, do that stuff in Illustrator. And then I just um, browse in Drupal and I search for uh, specific terms like the idea I had in mind. And um, so I inspire myself and just, okay, that is a style I like. I love this. Fuck yeah. I do this like that. But even if I try to copy that, it's completely different but uh, because um, sometimes just uh, your own style got into this and um, yeah it's your own work so it's I don't know how to describe this it's just um, I think you put a bunch of ideas uh, into one design and hope it turns out great (laughs) (laughs) so it makes a matching from uh, from different different areas and yeah like you say Tang hoping it works well, hoping it looks good. So, who, like, who would you say your biggest inspirations are? You, you mentioned, obviously, Nick Slater and Draplin. Are they the people you look up to the most? And, and who, who do you take inspiration from? Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, I have a, a, a few, a lot of um, idols I look up to. Like I mentioned before, it's Aaron Draplin. Um, then I really love Nick Slater's work, it's 
fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we love that stuff. And um, I think George Buku, Buku, I don't yeah, know how yeah. to uh, pronounce his name right. Um, uh, he's a huge inspiration too. He got so many great logos and the grids he uses, the geometric grids, it's um, very useful and you can learn a lot from them. And um, yeah. Those three, those three are, yeah, like you say, yeah. they're Top amazing. Three. They're people I look up to as well. I mean, have, have you read Draplin's book as well? Yeah, um, I got it right here. <laughs> I have pretty much everything. Uh, I didn't finish the book, to be honest, but um, I really like the book itself. I like his his story. Yeah. Like uh, he, he uh, took the path and got his career. Uh, you can say he's a he's a design superstar. <laughs> Everyone knows him. He's awesome. Super super great guy. Yeah. And Look at the logos. It's <laughs> awesome stuff. Yeah. So, so the three people that you mentioned, obviously they've got a very similar style, and, and you've got a similar style to them as well. What makes you like that style so much? What makes you like this two D um, sort of flat design style so much? Yeah. <laughs> Tough question. Um, I don't know. I just um, try not to directly copy that style. I always um, try to merge something different or merge two styles into one design to create something different um, but I we don't know if it's uh, it's hard to describe it's just I try and sometimes I fail I think and then I, I just um, think to myself okay that is too close mm. um, and it is not um, <laughs> what I wanted um, um, but I think uh, the whole process is, um, even if you copy the style, um, just by practicing it and by doing it, um, you think you become better because you practice um, and you learn something from it. And yeah, I think that's um, how you um, improve yourself as a designer. Um, I think that's a um, very, very important step to become uh, a really um, yeah, a successful designer. Like they say, practice makes perfect as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what's, like, do you think this style is going to be around forever, forever? Because it is this sort of more minimal minimal style. Um, and there's, there's a lot of different logos that are considered timeless as well. Uh, is that what sort of this flat design is going towards, more timeless design? <clears throat> um. I think it's just um, currently because I um, discovered this flat design style from a few great designers. Um, like his name is I don't know, Alex Pasquella. I really don't know how to pronounce his name, uh, but he's on Drupal and Instagram, and I uh, found his work, and it's just incredible. It's, right. it's so, the colors are so perfect. And I just um, wanted to um, learn from him and I just wanted to know how did he do this. This is amazing. Um, yeah, so I tried to not copy it directly, but I just uh, looked it up in Dribble and uh, yeah, I picked the colors and I thought it's super awesome, super great. And yeah, and, and I tried to make my own flat design style. Mm. So I tried to post stamp. I think it was was my very first um, um, very first step in flat design, 
Uh, yeah, I think it turned out great. <laughs> First try. Yeah, but um, I think I want to be um, more be minimalistic in the future. So like um, some great other designers like Lucas Files, you yeah. had him. He's amazing, yeah. Uh, he's amazing yeah. and uh, very like his style he's um very clean very minimal and um i think that's that's the right direction i want to head in in the future awesome i mean it, yep. that that's going to be around long do you think that's going to be around longer as well sort of how long do you think this 2d 2d style will will stick around do you think it's around forever or or you know what's the time limit <laughs> This, uh, okay, um, I really can't say this because I think it's just um, something, um, you know, one day I, I will wake up and I think, okay, no, I try something different and yeah. um, just learn something else because, um, yeah, I think you never can um, learn enough from all these great designers out there and all the styles. Um, yeah, but I think um, I really can't say how long uh, this lasts, so I don't know. That's awesome. Well, I mean, it's lovely like, seeing these mineral logos and stuff, and hopefully they do stick around for long, as long as possible. Um, and obviously the better ones do, and you see logos from Paul Rand and a few other designers, and they're, they're the more timeless 2D logos or, or 2 like the flat design, um, which, which stick around. And it is it's nice, nice to see as well. Although there are, there are some nice perspective logos as well, um, some really good ones like in logo modernism. Um, but yeah, the ten tends to be like the two D ones that stick around for longer. Yeah. So let's let's talk about a bit about let's talk a bit more about you. Obviously, coming from Germany, it's a bit different to other guests I've had on the podcast. Um, what's your okay. what's your background? Um, so what can I say? Um, I I think I very first came in contact with design like what, 17, 18 years. So just um had photoshop cs3 at the time i think wow very old stuff <laughs> but um yeah and i really don't know what i've done just playing around you know and um downloading a bunch of brushes like um trees waterfalls <laughs> i don't know I was just playing around and but um that was the very first contact, and but I always had um, the urge to draw, so I practiced, you know, like hmm. traditional pen and paper, uh, and then I discovered all the great, amazing stuff you can do with Photoshop and a Wacom, and switched. So, oh my God, I bought my very first Wacom back in, mm, let me guess, two thousand seven. It's well, <laughs> ten years, um, and it was a called bamboo fun i think yeah wow uh, yeah yeah that's it that's so that's the beginning <laughs> 10 years uh, ago so that's it and and then after that i just um i have a education as a graphic designer i make this three years and then uh, after that uh finally just um i got a job and no time flies <laughs> so you did you do uh, your like graphic design and education in Germany? Was that like a university level or was it like school? Uh, it was like school. School, yeah. But 
we do have uh, some university degrees, so you can study it for three or up to five years. Okay. For three years, it's called bachelor, and five years, it's the master. Um, but I thought, um, I don't know what I thought, but just I just want I want wanted to do it, just want to practice, and I think it doesn't matter um, what kind of de degree you have just the portfolio that matters what skills you have something yeah 100 percent. yeah i mean i'm in a similar situation to you i haven't gone to university and i've just taught myself and just gone for it and i i want i like i'm interested to find out what's like uh like design in in germany is it uh, what do you get taught about if from a school level school level oh, tough question good um I think not pretty much. It was just um, some. Is that the very basics, like the very, very like bottom, just Photoshop or? You mean in like school or like the educational way? Well, what did what did you learn in, when you were doing design in school? Okay. Um, yeah, we. Um, I think we had a crush course in pretty everything. You know, just from um, typography, uh, like the, the type of stuff. And then, yeah, Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, so editorial design. And, uh, yeah, so I think all the basics so that you barely know, okay, that are the things I need to know. Yeah. But uh, over and all, it just um, was a, a quick, just a quick way to dive in and then... After three years, you're done, and yeah, you have to look uh, for a job or something else. But I think um, that's enough. You you know you know uh, after a few three years, you know okay, that's that's the path I want uh, to go. And um, design is my passion. Or you just say after three years, mm, I don't I don't know, just go and make something different. Yeah. And that's, I think that that is the uh, hardest decision to make. So, yeah, a guy in Thailand who was uh, German slash American, he he, had, um, he he was born in Germany and stuff, and then he went to yeah. America for um for for a year to do like a bit of a exchange student student thing, and um, he was talking about how he's he's studying law at university in Germany and he doesn't have to pay for it. Is that right? Yeah, you would just um yeah. In some countries, of or uh, country, it is right. So you have some uh, just just for a better understanding. We have um, how do you call it in <laughs> Germany, and then you have inside Germany, you have Bavaria, you have Saxony. You know different, all the different, different states, um, yeah, regions. Yeah, regions. That's it. And uh, some um, have uh, um, taxes, study taxes or education tax, some not. So um, it's where you're going. But overall, you can um, you get um, money from, from the government, uh, so you don't have to pay it on your own. Okay, it's like, but I think you have, but you have to pay it back. It's like US, but it's not that huge amount. Oh, like okay. I don't know how fifty thousand dollars or or more. 
Um, but you don't have to um, pay this amount back. So it's it's so you could say everyone can study in Germany mm. if you have um degree and uh, yeah, that's absolutely no problem. That's amazing. Yeah, because you come from England, one of the main reasons why I didn't go to university is because of the money. Because you had to pay so much to go. And it's yeah, I, I was I was shocked by it, be, it being like this system where you can, you can get the money from the government to pay for your housing and all that, and you don't really have to pay it back. And it's, I mean, it's great if it works for for Germans, and I'm, yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, yes, yeah. So moving back, moving back, you'll see. Well, Germany have obviously figured out their economy better than England, so uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting political. Um, yeah, moving back to the questions. So, what is your favorite logo, and why? That's a good question. Um, I think it is Apple for me because, um, you know, there were changes uh, in the past, you know, bunch of colors in 1984 yeah. uh, and then some glass optic in 2010. Uh, but overall, the basic shape um, uh, is the same since the 80s. And I think it's um, it's... Yeah, it's quite unique. It's bold. It's simple, and but it's um, not uh, also the 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 logo for itself. I think Apple. It's the whole the whole package. Apple sells. You know, it's the style, yeah, uh, and it's clean, sleek, and you know, damn, I need their products because they look so sexy, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> all that stuff. And all the whole design Apple offers, it's just, um, I think, yeah. <laughs> 100%. It sums it all up, like you say, and it's also a timeless logo. It looks beautiful and yeah, yeah. very, very smart. Good choice. Um, <laughs> uh, what else have I got for you? So what what's like the most valuable book you've read? You said you've read Draplin's book, but what's been the most valuable? What have you taken the most out of? Yeah, um, okay. Except for Draplin, I have... Um, the second one, it's it's huge. It's called Logo Modernism. <laughs> I think you know it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's it's huge. It's massive. Such a good book. It's probably the biggest book I ever had in my hands. So, um, but it shows all those great uh, logo designs from the different decades, and it is a really huge inspiration. I just really can only recommend to buy it. It's awesome, yeah. It's expensive, but it's totally worth it. So if you were on a desert island and there's no one around, no books, no libraries, and you can only take one book, would that be the book? <laughs> oh, okay. Mm, I think I still would pick it up, yeah. No government. <laughs> because um, some great... German designer once said, um, a logo is only good when you can draw it on the sand with your big toe. So I don't have pen and paper, but uh, <laughs> I can draw logos with my big toe in the sand. So. Awesome. And that, that's a good tip as well, isn't it? Like, they, There's been many videos on YouTube as well of like four-year-olds and five-year-olds drawing logos from memory. And you have to create it so simple and so, well, again, timeless, so that people can recognize it and it... And it and it works and uh, even kids can recognize it and draw it is there any place uh, that you go to the most on the internet for, for logo design any typical 
website, like blog or anything, any good piece of content? My first address is um, Drivel because I think it is one of the best um, community uh, for design stuff. Mm. When you only can join a game if uh, you got an invitation. Yeah. So that's the bar pretty high. And um, very high quality designs um, from top designers like as I mentioned before, Nick Slater or Steve Wolf or some Adam Grayson or Justin Messler, just to only mention a few, and that's my number one. Yeah. What's your number one design tip or number one tip for creatives or young people starting out? Um, I think it's just um, keep it simple, keep it bold. Always ask yourself, uh, does it really work on smaller sizes? Um, and ever start monochromatic just black and white the whole thing and yeah as i said before a logo is just good even if you can draw it with your big toe on the sand so it has to be clean and um simple that is as it sounds but i think that is um yeah form follows function so well thanks very much that's awesome thanks for being on the show thank you thank you very much for listening to this episode of the creative Warfare podcast Thank you again to Marcus for being on the show. You can check him out on Instagram, and his handle is Marcus Wrench. So it's M A R C U S, and it's got an underscore R E N T C H, or just search Wrench. Also, he's on Dribble. It's dribble.com/slash/wrenched. R E N T S C H. I definitely recommend going checking out his work. Um, that's why I brought him on the show because I love him and I want to share him, share, share his creativity, and hopefully it'll inspire a few people. Whilst you're on the internet, you can check out Blue Deer Design. Uh, if you're on YouTube, it'd be amazing if you could give us a subscribe. We've just reached 250 subscribers. We are nailing towards that 500 mark. So yeah, thanks very much. I really appreciate all of the support as always. And I'll catch you in the next episode.